Life Audio. Hi, friends. Welcome to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I'm Bonnie Gray, your soul care guide, and I'm so happy that you're here. We're going to take time to just pause, to breathe in God's loving word, his words of affirmation to you. And we're also going to learn a practical soul care tip. This is something simple you can do to love on your emotions and body, to bring it back to a place of calm based on scripture and science, because God is the one that created our nervous system and our bodies and our emotions. And he wants us to take better care of ourselves because how you feel matters. You matter to God. Well, today I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you, do you tend to think your way out of stress? Meaning you try to think your way out of stress. Do you double up on your powers of problem solving whenever you encounter stress? Or do you try to nurture your way out of stress? What does that mean to nurture yourself rather than trying to solve your way out of stress? That's the question I have for you. And a second important question is, where did you pick up your coping mechanism? When did you learn how you're going to respond to stress? And what has been your modus operandi? That is my question for you today, friends. And I want to have you just relax, breathe in, inhale, God loves you, exhale, He understands you. It's so important. One of the breath prayers that I have, as I had been going through a time of stress and anxiety, when my body was really hyper-focused on some problems that really, to be honest, can't really be solved because most of our problems that we stress over, worry over, and become anxious over, they are often situations where we are not in control. It's either somebody who isn't walking in the way that you would want them to walk or treating you the way you would want them to treat you, or you're stuck in a circumstance that you didn't choose. That's just breaking your heart or it's causing you difficulty. Obviously, if there are situations where we can't solve them, we can use our left brain. Obviously, those are great. But most of life, whenever we encounter over-worry, overthinking, and our body's responding in a way where it's telling us we're really stressed, those are the moments I want you to practice, first of all, being gentle with yourself, And second of all, knowing that you just need more care. You need soul care. So when we come back afterward from our sponsors, I'm going to share an encouraging word with you so you can nurture your way out of stress and walk through with Jesus holding your hand because you are his beloved. everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. 
we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So one of the things I am just so excited about is the people who have signed up for the Soul Care School. I just want to share a shout of praise. Praise God. He has drawn many of you to respond in our brief community. And we have 227 people who have signed up and registered for the fall quarter of Soul Care School. Can you imagine yourself waking up more energized and feeling more hopeful and feeling balanced and your body and emotions are in tune with what God has for you, more peace? Well, this is exactly what many sisters have done and signed up. And so I am just so grateful and honored to be your soul care journey for the next three months. And if you didn't have a chance to sign up, no worries. I'll have a new quarter in the new year in January, and we'll be tackling some wonderful, wonderful ways to be the happier you in the new year, starting off with God's promises for you. And so we're going to journey through the Gospels, encountering Jesus every step of the way, and just feeling closer to God. It's so important as we start off the new year, there's going to be so many New Year's resolutions, but what really changes our lives is experiencing God's peace and hearing His voice and being planted in God's loving words for you, His promises for the new year. You can start your new year off with more hope, more joy, more peace. And then, of course, we're going to practice all the good soul care that I share with you each week. And it makes such a big difference, doesn't it, when you know you're not alone and you can have a vibrant community. We cheer each other on. So just wanted to plant that seed. I'm so excited for those of you who have signed up. So wonderful, wonderful community. I'm already so excited about all the stories that are being shared. So the question is about how to nurture yourself. And this has been a really big aha moment as we started the Soul Care School. I just wanted to share a little bit on our podcast today to encourage you that It's so important to nurture your way out of stress. Most times when we are stressed, that's when we kind of hyper-focus on trying to problem solve and the things that nurture you, things that give you peace, things that give you joy, things that kind of comfort you. Sometimes when you're going through a hard time, maybe you can't think about joy, but what you need is comfort. So let me ask you today, what is it that you really long for? Now, one of the things we did is talk about the myths Another way is to talk about the lies that we kind of believe in as a way of coping mechanisms so we don't feel like we need to respond to our emotions. We just kind of want to power through. 
And one of those myths I wanted to share with you today, I want to ask you, maybe you have this too, is that you feel that your emotions can't be trusted. You just kind of hide your heart and put it to the side. This is actually a myth. It really is a myth because many times in our church culture, we'll hear from the pulpit teaching that we should not let the emotions that we feel, the negative emotions, run our lives. Now, this is true. This is true in one area, which is called your heart. You know, the greatest commandment, it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. That's from Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. And so when we look at loving God with our heart, it is true. Our heart is where we make decisions and where we determine how we're going to treat each other, our colleagues, our friends, our spouse, our children, and our family members. And that is where we don't want our emotions to run how we act and what we do. That's our heart. But when it comes to our soul, your soul is where you are uniquely you. This is where there is need for our emotions. Our emotions are gold because it leads us to hear God's invitation. Jesus says, come to me, those who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now notice how Jesus says, come to me, weary and heavy laden. You see, those emotions that are attached with weariness and heavy burdened, they're not going to be positive emotions, right? Jesus doesn't say, come to me cheerful, come to me happy. No, in fact, Jesus is the one that's a shepherd of our soul. He says, I love you. You can come as you are, especially when you're struggling, especially when you're feeling down and low. And so Jesus says, come to me. And what do we do with Jesus together? Jesus says, and you will find rest. Learn from me, Jesus says in that same passage. So we are to practice. Learning is an act of putting feet to your face. So what is it that you can do today that can really nurture your soul? Or you need a comfort, peace, or joy? I want you to just relax and think about any idea that floats to the surface of your heart, what can you do today that can bring you comfort, a moment of peace or joy? What's special about soul care is that we're not just practicing self-care. Self-care is, it might look the same on the outside. We're taking time for tea, we're picking up our paintbrush, we're going for a walk. But the difference is, as women of faith, we're doing it mindful of Jesus, his love for us, his care. We want to experience God's love and care and peace. And we can only experience it when we take action. So this is not something we think our way through. Studies show that when we use our hands, when we do things with our hands, we move our body, when we actually take action, that's when serotonin, which is a happy hormone, gets released and we can feel better. So don't wait until you're in the mood for soul care. (laughs) That's actually what we need it the most. When you feel so low and so weary, Jesus says, come to me. Let's take a moment together. Let's do something that's good for you.
and maybe wouldn't benefit anyone else because this is intimacy, isn't it? Now, one of the things I love to tell this story, I recently reorganized my kitchen drawers and I switched the place where I put my spatulas with maybe where I put the napkins and I rearranged it. Well, guess what? I keep going to open the same drawers that I usually do. And why is that? Because our brains are actually very helpful. They're very powerful mechanisms in our brain that wants to be very efficient to help us. If we often do something very often repetitively or repeatedly, the brain makes a pathway. So that's neuroplasty. It'll just make a pathway. It'll say, okay, what you want a spatula? Okay, here, I'm wiring it over here, open this drawer. So it takes time for our brains to create new pathways, but those pathways can only be created when we take action. So I can't just tell myself, go to this other drawer. This other drawer is now where the spatula is. No, I have to actually go to this drawer, open it. I have to do it X amount of times in order for my brain to make a new pathway. So when I think spatula, I'm ready to cook, it will reach for the new drawer. I tell you this story as a metaphor. Don't be discouraged when you're feeling down and it seems like, why do I always end up here? It's okay. We just want to take action. So don't focus on feeling discouraged. Just focus on, hmm, what would make me feel comfort or peace or joy or beauty? And I'd like you to just move in that direction and do it this week. What would that be for you today or sometime this week? So when we come back for our break, I'm going to share with you this week's breath prayer. Yes, we're going to inhale and we're going to Exhale God's promise for you. Well, friend, I started off talking about the myth that we often feel like our emotions can't be trusted. Oh, they're just so negative. I'm just going to hide them away. But that is a myth. That's true when we're working, we need to get things done. We put the emotions to the side, but God did not design our nervous system to do that indefinitely. We need to have space and time in our day, maybe in the evening or in the morning or afternoon, whatever your rhythm is. We need to release the stress that we're carrying. And that is how we get replenished. So here's the truth. The truth is that God does care about how you feel. And God invites you to nurture your way out of anxiety. This is based on truth. You keep track of all my sorrows. You've collected all my tears in your bottle. You've recorded each one in your book. Psalm 56, 8. God is not worried about your negative emotions. He's not stepping away from your tears. He draws closer to you in those moments of sadness, fear, and trouble. He is the loving Savior we all long for who reaches out to touch our hand. The other verse is from Jeremiah thirty-one twenty-five. I will satisfy the weary soul and every languishing soul I will replenish. 
You can probably tell this is one of my favorite verses because it has the word soul two times repeated in one verse. And I talked about this in our class right now in Soul Care School, how to study the Bible to hear God personally. When we see words repeated, it's God putting his heart flashing out in neon lights to draw us in like a beacon to draw us to safe shores. And so our breath prayer is going to be, I will satisfy the weary soul. Breathe in. Exhale. Every languishing soul I will replenish. Breathe in. I will satisfy the weary soul. Breathe out. Every languishing soul I will replenish. Mm, What a beautiful promise we can just rest into. When we feel languished, God will replenish the cup that's been poured empty. Jesus understands what that feels like when you're holding a cup you don't want to drink. Does it remind you of that moment where Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane? And yet Jesus drank that cup because he wants you to know you're not alone in those moments. He wants to drink that cup with you and for you. Dear friend, how are you doing this weekend? What is it that you can do to nurture your way out of anxiety and stress? I invite you to a soul care practice. And it might sound simple, but I want you to do it this week. And it is staying hydrated because Jesus is the living water, isn't he? And when we don't drink water, when we don't hydrate, it's actually signaling our bodies to go into stress mode. The body thinks you're in the desert because <laughs> you're not drinking water. It says, oh my goodness, you are in the desert. I need to turn on your fight, flight, freeze mode and cortisol gets released in your system. And it just jacks up all those stress levels. But when you drink water throughout the day, it actually nourishes your body and it tells your nervous system, everything's going well. <laughs> you're drinking water. This is good. So it might not even seem like it's that significant, but dehydration affects our moods. And because our body, 75% of our body is water, our mental health is primarily driven by our brains, right? Our brain's ability to keep our stress low. So make sure you drink water. And it's also a great way to pause. It's almost like sometimes you're so busy, you don't even want to bother to stop and drink water, right? That's a really good way for us to remind our bodies, remind ourselves, I'm going to stop, I'm going to take a breath, and I'm going to drink some water. I'm going to put a link in today's show notes because I found a water bottle that's really helping me, and it has different lines on the water bottle that says 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. And actually, it's really helpful because I just look at that. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 10 o'clock. Okay, I need a drink to 10 o'clock. So for me, it totally helps me. And it's almost like a little game. It's called gamification, but that's just me. I love board games. So when I see it, I was like, oh yes, I want to drink to 8 o'clock or I want to drink to 10 o'clock clock in the morning. And it's really keeping me hydrated. So I wanted to share that link with you so that you can get it too. If you're like me, this will totally help. And so um, the other thing I want to share a link with is a journaling book, because when you write out what is stressing you out, that actually nourishes you and moves your brain from a place in your brain called the amygdala where your emotions are just fired up. And when you write, it actually processes it 
and puts it in a part of your brain that's will be much calmer. So it's studies show 10 minutes of journaling and doesn't have to happen every day. So just take that burden off. Many times we think, oh my gosh, I just can't do it every day. And then we just don't do it. So I have a link for the journaling as well. So friends, why don't we pray together? What a wonderful time we're having. Lord Jesus, thank you so much that you see us. Thank you that you want to satisfy our weary soul. You don't want to turn our weary soul away, Jesus, even when we're languishing. You tell us that you will replenish what's been poured out. Lord Jesus, I just pray for the beautiful listener, the beautiful soul that's listening. Wherever she feels weary and languishing, Jesus, will you just touch her right now? Reassure her with your touch of peace and bring to her mind an idea that would comfort her, that you know you created her to enjoy for times like this, to help her through the hard times so that she can feel your comfort and peace or joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, I am so excited again. Thank you for signing up for fall quarter of Soul Care School. It's because of this Breathe community. I love meeting many of you now. I'm seeing you through our Zoom meetings. I'm seeing you in our private Facebook group, and it's wonderful interacting with you. Thank you for supporting this ministry, being a part of this community. I'm so blessed by you. It inspires me to continue to pour out and share with you what encourages me. So thank you. Make sure you check out the show notes to get the links for these water bottle and for the journaling. I love this journal that I use um, and perhaps it will inspire you as well. And I will see you next time. Remember that you're loved and you're cherished. Just rest. I'll see you next time. Breathe, the Stress Less podcast is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Need more of God's power in your life? I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical tips on how to grow your faith through prayer. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.